<clears throat> Alright, should I start us off? Yes. Hey everyone and welcome to Good Morning Hayton, because this is our first morning recording. <laughs> Good morning, Hayton. Good morning, Hayton. Although this doesn't necessarily indicate what time of day the listener will be tuning in, but still it's very novel for us. I've got my coffee and it's 9am, just dear listeners. This is our commitment. I've had, <laughs> had my porridge, um, you know, it's all good to go. So yeah, here we are. Maybe we'll have like more energy in this one because it's the beginning of the day and not like after work where we're dying. Yeah, because we usually record about like 8pm. Yeah, exactly. And you like literally just get home from work and then go straight to a record before you've eaten dinner or anything. Yeah. So, <laughs> Those were the days. this one instead. <laughs> So how is your week, Ellie? Full of hate? Oh, my week is always full of hate and I love it. Although, you know what? I had a thought this week. Mm. Maybe the reason I'm so still single is because I'm so hateful. <laughs> and no. I just, you know, someone asked me like the other day, they're like, oh, you're single. Like, why? Because, you know, that's a great question. And I was yeah. like, just because I hate everyone, which is not a lie. Mm. But I was like, oh, maybe... Maybe that needs to change. But we've still got one more episode of this show, so it won't change. Yeah, I mean, who asked you that, Jermaine Greer? <laughs> yeah. Quite a ridiculous really... question. You know, don't change right. yourself or anyone. I think that's silly well, advice. I'm <clears throat> a street female um, who's turning 30 in a month. So this is the question that I get a lot, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> how was your week, Josh? Yeah, it was good. Um, I've been ordering a lot of wigs for the tour, mm-hmm. so I can't have the same outfit for both nights no definitely not so i've got different outfits that's what i was doing a lot of admin a lot of admin with venues etc etc so it was quite a busy week so we'll do the plugs at the beginning of the show then shall we um (laughs) (laughs) shameless if you haven't if you haven't booked your tickets yet we've got that we josh has um so the Sunday sesh of sydney trivia well that was difficult to say uh there's still tickets to that one very few, so get in. Very few. Yeah. Excellent. Because last time the, we sold out yeah. very quickly for Sydney and I got a lot of, like, annoying emails. So, um, hate for it. A lot of, well, more of a whinge. We're hating, yeah. not whinging. There's a difference. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the roadshow kicks off after that in Brisbane? No, in Adelaide. And then Brisbane. Adelaide first. Yay. I can't wait um, just to see like how well it does in Adelaide because you always think of Adelaide as like this little hick town but they have like an awesome community there yeah and I think it'll go over so well so that's where C is from yeah. really yeah she's from Adelaide oh I didn't know that yeah that's awesome um so we should talk about drag race but um also one thing that we should talk about probably just to get the sad factor out of the way um is that today actually or maybe it was yesterday in American time um, was the one-year anniversary of the Pulse nightclub show. Right, shooting, yes, yeah. Which is very, very sad, and I've seen some beautiful, beautiful tributes online, and it, um, mm. it's nice that it falls in line with Pride Month and everything so that everyone is out in full force and yeah. waving their banners and showing that terrorists can't get you down. Exactly. Um, but RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, 
Tell me what you thought about the show this week. I thought it was a very good episode. I really liked it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I'm glad that it's still a top four. Yes. So there was no elimination. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel, well, yeah, I, I, I think based on the, that challenge and based on the last few weeks, I think that, yeah, Rue really went with her heart and I don't think that I would have been able to pick one to go home as well. So, yeah. That's, yeah. I think that's, this is the first, yeah, this is the first top four where I've liked everyone. Um, in every other year and every other configuration of, like, All-Stars, I've just always hated at least two of them. And this is the first yeah. time where I've been like, no, I like, I like all of them. And I think they all offer something very different. But I still have a very clear favourite, which is Ms. Sasha Valua. And I had a fight <laughs> with someone, some troll on Eleganza 9 yesterday defending her. Really? Yes. Oh my gosh. Who was saying bad things about Sasha? How a, dare um, they? A bowling man in an Ed Hardy t-shirt picked on her style. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Sweetheart, sit down. Let us mm. tell you something. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, don't throw stones in class houses. That's all. Oh, no, so. I... And in, like a lot of spelling mistakes, you know, the double spacing, those kinds of people. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. God, mm. those people need to get off the internet, all of them. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. That I, I, I love all four of them and I would be happy for any of them to win. Mm-hmm. I think I'd be happiest if Sasha won as well, but I'd be happy yeah. for anyone to win. Yeah. But is that a sign of uh, mediocrity as opposed to four? Yeah. Um, I don't well, know if mediocrity by way of like, well, yeah. Yeah, well... well I guess for me, well, I guess it's their personalities that are shining through maybe more than their talent. But having said that, mm-hmm. all aside, I do think that Sasha Valor is the best. And I mm-hmm. think that she's definitely the front runner. But I think, yeah, maybe that is true. Because I guess in previous years, like last year, I guess it was neck and neck between um, Alaska and Katya for All Stars. And they both got different things to the table. But mm-hmm. again, their talent was just off the charts. And they both have very definite talents where like Shea Coulee or even Peppermint doesn't really have a standout talent mm. as such. That's just it. And I guess yeah. like they don't have, yeah. Their brand is not necessarily, yeah, you can draw a caricature of them. We can definitely draw a caricature of Alaska and, and Katya. Uh, even like Bob the Drag Queen has a brand, even though I don't like Bob the Drag Queen. And Kim yes. Chi has a definite brand and so does Naomi totally. Small. Yeah. I mean, not that Naomi Small had a chance, but I still think that... Yeah, maybe I agree with that to an extent. But having said that, I think all their personalities are really wonderful. That's just it. All their personalities are delightful. And I don't mean mediocrity in the world of all drag queens. I just mean in season nine comparatively to other seasons. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I mean, so all four of them had to limp, lip sync. Has that yeah. ever happened before? That's not how it usually works, is it? Yeah, I think it is. Is it? Because I was like, is this what usually happens? And then when I, when Rue didn't say anything like, oh, I'm going to make all four of you lip sync. I couldn't recall if that's what always happens. And then as soon as she said that, I was like, okay, none of them are going home. I don't know. I just had that feeling of when I was watching it. I was like, it's going to be awful. Um, yeah, no, I think he usually makes the final four lip sync. I don't recall. I think it was just so funny seeing like it was a fairly – it's funny how like um, – you can't really go big when there's four of you on that stage trying to yeah. like sing because everyone's so sweet and giving everyone else room to do yeah. their thing. Mm. But exactly. good. Um, so the challenges will challenge. There was just one big major challenge. 
write a rap verse, essentially, dance, and then show us your best drag. Who yeah. do you think, considering there were no winners or bottoms this week, give me your winners and all bottoms. Um, I don't think I have one for either. Like I, well, you know, I did show my rap skills last week, but <laughs> that does not mean that you I'm... were better than all of them. Yes. No. <laughs> Uh, I don't. Mm, I don't know. I, I don't think any of them actually really stood out for me. So like, I don't really remember any one-liners from any one of their raps. Or last year, they had a similar challenge for All Stars, and I definitely remember for different reasons some of their raps. Like I remember Roxy Andrews' rap because it was so bad, <laughs> and I remember um, Cartier's because it was so funny. Yes, so even yeah. yeah, Detox was good as well. So I yeah I. Hmm, yeah, none of them really stood out. Like, I literally don't remember a single line from any of their raps. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> what about you? What about, yeah. Um, I don't, I also don't remember an actual line from any of their raps, but I do think that Shay probably won this one for me. Her rap by way of the smartness of it and the quickness of it oh, was yeah, pretty yeah. awesome. And then she was like probably the best dancer. I mean, definitely like pull it out dancing too, totally. Um, but Shays was sort of like funny and cool, and she did that whole like peppermint lip syncing thing where it was like kind of eighties and like fun. Mm. And then between the two of them, I just really didn't like Peppermint's dress on the runway. No, I didn't either. It was pretty costumey. Oh. It was very costumey, and it just didn't fit properly like where the waist should have been was too high so she looked very boxy and then mm. the hoop skirt was like didn't it was like you had the hoop and then the fabric went over it like the hoop either should have been lower or the fabric yeah, should have been you, a bit higher you and, see the hoop. yeah so i wasn't super impressed with that and i was amazed that that was her final choice yeah. really she might have run out of clothes yeah, I know. <laughs> um, like, by that stage, you just think, oh, I probably won't make it to the end, so screw it, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. I won't take something. Um, but, I mean, yeah, like, look, they all did amazing, right? That's why they're all the top four, and that's why they deserve to be there. Wow, this is too complimentary. I don't like when we're down to top four and they're all good, because it's like, <laughs> I have nothing to say about it. I like, know. yeah, they're great, whatever. Imagine if Alexis Michelle made it to the top four, we would be digging in. <laughs> I did see someone um, uh, on one of the Facebook groups last week when Alexis Michelle left and they just said, I'm so glad to see Roxy Andrews go home. And I was like, <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. She um, is Roxy 2.0. She is totally Roxy 2.0, particularly with the fucking whinging, to be honest. Like, it's, yeah. Have you ever yeah. encountered I, people who genuinely like Roxy Andrews? I don't think I have. I have. And why? How do they defend that? Um, they don't really because I don't think they have the smarts. But there, <laughs> um, there's like a segment of people who just really appreciate like a classic drag queen. Um, yeah. And there's actually someone quite well known in Melbourne, who I won't name, uh, who is really into that kind of style. And he's like all on the groups and he DJs at a lot of different events. And I just don't get it. Like, I don't get, I don't know. I guess, like, there's no accounting for taste. But I think, it, like, sort of <laughs> the artiness goes over his head with um, a lot of the other kinds. And actually, he shared a photo the other day of, like, all the people that he wishes had won their season. And it was just abysmal. It was, like, Fifi <laughs> O'Hara, he thinks, should have won. Oh, 
like season four and like ugh. like even like I, like eighty yeah. winters or something. He thought should have won oh. one year, and I was like, oh no, actually, sorry, Roxy Andrews should have won, and then like weird choice or JJ Lee or something was in yeah. there. Well, like, what the fuck is your taste? But you and I appreciate traditional drag queens. I don't think that we don't. I mean, I liked what Fifi O'Hara did a lot of the time with drag. It was just when you get to know their personalities that you like, you need to fuck off and die because they're horrible people. Like if you just showed me pictures of yeah. like Roxy or like Alexis, sometimes with Alexis. I don't think know, I'd ever I'd... with Alexis. I don't think she's ever <laughs> had a good look. I think there's like literally the promo she did for the show she had um a good look but that was about it but i don't you know, think she styled that either i'm pretty sure they had someone yeah. to help them with that That's exactly yeah but yeah like really polished beautiful styled photoshop images and i'd be like yes yeah. fifi O'Hara is beautiful yes roxy andrews is amazing yes alexis michelle's gorgeous but a yeah when you see them in the workroom and how they put their stuff together and then b when you see their attitudes you know mm-hmm. and that's the whole point of not just drag race but of all reality tv shows like the point is to get to know the person yeah as well and that's why everyone bitches so much about the editing because it's like portraying them how they're not blah 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 um but yeah the point is you know getting to know people's personalities yeah Yeah. the the terrible people the ones who complain about the edit but having said that that's what they did and if if you're left with all this evil behavior like what else are you meant to put together exactly like i mean i know that you know, I, I get it. You can edit people to make them look bad, but only to an extent. You yeah. Know, those I mean, words came out of your mouth at one point. Exactly. Like, I mean, she would have saved a kitten at one, you know, point. They didn't put that in, but that she still said all this other stuff. So. Exactly. Also, can we just mention, we just, br- we didn't even mention this last week. And it, I pretty much threw a heel at the TV when she said, see you on All Stars 3 or whatever. <laughs> well, you know, a little bit of tea for Alexis Michelle, you know. Um, me and the other drag race nerds, and there's a legion of them, have been hypothesizing All Stars 3, which is being filmed this August. Yes, and they're being <clears throat> That's so exciting. Yeah, they've not announced the couple because they won't announce that until okay. next year. But, you yeah. know, there's people that sort of analyze, like, the tour schedules to see who yeah. are. Well, sorry, Alexis, you do have a gig in Broken Hill. So <laughs> it looks like you can't make the filming. <laughs> she has a gig in Broken Hill, and that's how we know she's not on All Stars. With Coco Monterey. That is my favourite thing that I've ever heard. Um, oh, have we discussed this yet? Have we discussed that tour? That tour, we did mention it briefly last week. I know. So Coco Montrese and Alexis Michelle are on tour together in Australia. And what, like, what? But I've seen people, like, comment on that on Facebook being like, oh, my God, I'm so excited for this. Like, what? I think those are the same people, but... Like Roxy Andrews, I don't know. I guess like some people just they are oh, really mean, you know, like that kind of person. They just kind of like everything because they don't really have a strong sense of their own taste. The only thing though that I can understand why you would go to that show is if you just loved all drag <laughs> in general all the time and you were willing to go to every single show that yeah, happened. Yeah, no, I think you know... there, are, there are a lot of people like that. Like um, I've seen some like, shit drag, and um, people are like, oh, that's really good. Like cause I think they just think, oh, on stage, lights were on. Awesome shoes. Like, that's as far as their criteria goes for a successful show. So, um, that's, yeah. I don't know. Again, taste. You can't really, and also you can't teach someone taste, but you can't explain taste to someone. Because they usually walk on in the suburbs and they, (laughs) that's not nice. But they just, yeah, they just have weird taste. I I don't know how that happens, but some people think that Coco Montreux is a bit of okay. 
<laughs> well, have fun, those people in Broken Hill. I don't. Why are they doing a show in Broken Hill? Like, I that. But I, uh, yeah, I don't get it. Aside from, is there like a scene in Broken Hill? Because it's on those weird Amy ads that are like, um, yeah, oh, Spoofy and Queen of the Desert. Yeah. yeah, that's with Ask Simone and I think um, Thelma Bach, who are both very famous uh, Melbourne queens. They're both very wonderful. Um, Ask Simone does the um, makeup transformation that you seen on Instagram, and um, she teaches workshops at Crayola. Oh no, I haven't seen it. Yeah, that's. That's her. That's She's her. great. I got a link in her page. Anyway, yeah, we digress. Because um, like, okay. like I said, there's not much to talk about. So we'll just like generally recap until we get into finals time. <laughs> um, broken heel. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. I guess they might be because they've booked a tour. But I can imagine like Pokemon Chase going down to the local pub and then. That's just it. It's gonna be in like a local pub. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, maybe that's where they like. Maybe there's like a handful of like drag race fans in Broken Hill, and no one else comes there, so they just send the crappy people there, so that the Broken Hill people will be like, like, "Fine, yeah. I'll go to this." Well, isn't that kind of like um, uh, Priscilla Queen of the Desert? I'm sure there's like a bunch of locals that don't necessarily watch RuPaul's Drag Race, but they just think drag might be funny. Yeah, probably. Yeah. God, I haven't seen Queen of the Desert in so long. I'm gonna have to rewatch that one. I think. Yeah, I think that's from another era. I think like, we'd watch it and do it. Eh, oh, totally. And you're definitely not going to think that the drag is good, but yeah. I don't think they used to blow out their eyebrows then. Probably not, hey. Yeah, like they didn't just see... shave them or like just do like just color them in. <laughs> like um, Derek Barry. Um... <laughs> Uh-huh. Did, you, did you see this week there was like a good thing that went around that was like a bunch of famous drag queens like early photos and then what they look like yes. now it was so yeah. adorable i love seeing people like just you know how different even you know like makeup artists or girls when they were like this is how i did my makeup when i was 13 and this is how good i am now and you're like oh that makes me so happy it's yeah. so sweet um i liked um <laughs> raja looked great first time in drag as well as she does now like she looks like a model yeah. well um not so much <laughs> well it was hilarious when <laughs> the first drag queen images are so funny she's because she's got such a strong jawline such a yeah. strong manly jawline that it's well just you know like, i have that too i can't you, you know, do actually yeah yeah just a lot of shading <laughs> Yeah, no, but I think that uh, you're right. Like back in the day, you know, in Priscilla Queen of the Desert days, I don't think even like uh, makeup, like drag style makeup as an actual products really would have even existed, you know? No, they just would have used like a grandma makeup. Exactly, yeah, and just do what you can with it. So it's so mm-hmm. funny that it's so I mean, interesting. They just put glitter on the eyebrows. That, that was their way of um, getting oh. rid of them. Mm. I do enjoy a good glitter eyebrow, I'm not going to lie. Mm. Yeah, but I guess like the other thing is just shave off your eyebrows. I don't know, but oh, I would be so scared to shave off my eyebrows. I, yeah, I would never do that. But then patting them down, I don't know. Hey, it's I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, where did Todrick Hall come from originally? I don't know. I guess his mother's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <I think> that's. <laughs> What I meant, sorry, I, yeah, okay. I didn't even mean it like, yeah, when, yeah. in a literal sense. Was he um, on Broadway? Like, he was that... in Kinky Boots on um, uh, Broadway. Okay, was that the like the start of his? So he came up. 
I don't I don't know if that's the start of his name, but I only know him from Drag Race, and I only know that he was in Kiki Boots because I know him from Drag Race, and I recognise. I that's yeah. That's but he name. wasn't ever on Drag Race as a, as a competitor, right? No, he's not a drag queen. No, I know, but that's why, like, because like, I keep when I was looking at it before, I kept coming up that he was on Drag Race, and I'm like, not he's as like, a, yeah. No, he, no, no, he like the, no, no. I don't think he was. Um, yeah, no. I'm just trying to Google it now. And Wikipedia okay. says Todrick Hall is an American rapper, singer, and actor, dancer, director, choreographer, and YouTuber. So I'm wondering if maybe it was YouTube. Oh, he rose to prominence on the ninth season of American Idol. Okay, now we're there. Ah, I, I didn't know that it's American Idol. Okay. There we go. We're all we're all set now. Um, Good. Yes. <laughs> Did you? Um, has Kinky Boots been in Melbourne? Because it's in Sydney at the moment. Yes. I've seen it. I didn't like it, but that's, yeah. <laughs> they, <laughs> have, um, in it. they have real drag queens in that, or are they just using dancer men? Dance. Yeah, dancers, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was mm. thinking too. I was thinking of going to see, like I've seen the movie and I didn't love it, but. No, um, well, you won't like the music either. <laughs> they're doing rush tickets though, so they're cheap, so maybe I'll go. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I, well, don't blame me because I'm telling I... you. I will not blame you. You'd think that something written by Sydney Lawful would, and like the story is actually fantastic. And you'd think that it would be more exciting. So when I watched the movie, I kind of just wanted to blame it on Joel Edgerton, but meh. It's like, mm. for me, I don't know how you feel about musicals, but for me, I enjoy the musicals where they uh, sing about what's happening, you know? That yeah. It's not a musical where there is music in the story and then it just kind of comes into it, if that makes sense. It's like, you know. Yeah. Kiki Boots is like in a in clubs and stuff, so whenever they sing, it's just because they're in the club and they're singing. I want musicals like freaking Hairspray where you like sing about the things that are happening to you. Like, oh, let me take it. I'm trying to think of one of the Hairspray songs. Like my favorite song in Hairspray is that one that um, um, the mom sings about like, Big, blonde, and beautiful. That's, like, great. And you're just singing about the stuff that's happening around you. And it's awesome. I don't like the musicals where it's just like, oh, we're in a club now and there's music in the club, so here's a song. <laughs> I don't – yeah, I don't know that. <laughs> I haven't seen Hairspray. <laughs> yeah. I, I have many, many opinions on musicals. I also don't like the ones like fucking Mamma Mia or We Will Rock You where they just shoehorn, like, old songs into the storyline. Those ones are the worst. Yeah. I mean, even when the lyrics aren't necessarily fitting. Ah. I saw We Will Rock You probably about a year ago now, and it was possibly uh, yeah. the worst thing I've ever seen. I didn't like it. With Casey Donovan? Yes, with Casey Donovan. Yeah, I saw that too, and I was the only one in the group to not like it, but I think I was with a bunch of the people who were like, that's really amazing, and they just sort of like oh. to be nice. Um, but yeah, I yeah I thought she was like hammier than aisle three in her fucking Coles commercial. <laughs> I thought it was she was not good. Like, her facial expressions were terrible. Like her, no. <laughs> yes. No. Why is she on those Colts commercials now? Well, she was also an Uber driver for a while. I know. I briefly watched an interview with her this morning. For some reason, it popped up on my Facebook with her and the feed. And they were talking Mm. about, like, everything, you know, that she's gone through. And you just – it's so – it is so strange. Like, she did American uh, American Idol. She did Australian Idol and Mm. won. And then two years later, no one cared about her. And then she was – got like normal jobs and was uber driving and then wrote a book when she wasn't even famous anymore and then went on i'm a celebrity get me out of here and won that yeah. and now 
Yeah, it, it's she, all very confusing. But the weirdest thing is that she was catfished by her auntie. Was it her aunt? Yeah, for like four years or something ridiculous. I knew this catfish story. I didn't realize it was her aunt. Oh, that's pretty, sh- pretty sure it is. Yeah. Oh, I know that whole thing was messed up. Like, mm. I just I don't get how people get catfished. I mean, I do. I completely get it. Mm. But like, but I don't get why they don't discover quicker. That's like, just when it. When people are like, weird, yeah, like, oh, that's weird that they won't speak to me on the phone, or that's weird they won't Skype. You know, like, yeah. it's... like five years later, and you're just like, dude, <laughs> there's yeah. obviously something fishy about this. If yeah, also I don't understand the person who is catfishing them, if putting that much effort into it for five years unless you're getting money out of it like but then if if you're asking for money wouldn't the first person catch on i don't know yeah i mean i think that they sort of manipulate them and they ended up telling these like soft stories like oh gonna get evicted like things like that i think i think that's usually the center of those stories is money or gratification this is the strangest detail we've ever taken i'm pretty sure I feel like we're getting stranger, like when you thought that I was suggesting to host this show with little Edie. Yes, exactly. <laughs> How to steer back onto Drag Racing. I don't know. Like I said, there wasn't heaps. I um I enjoyed um Rue's outfit this week, which was the one that we've been seeing yeah. like on all the, the promos the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It was gorgeous. And I also loved that like the judges were all a bit matchy matchy too. It was very sweet. Who was the? F- I you know I could easily solve this myself, but you're here. Um, who was the fourth person on the panel? That was Ross Matthews, Michelle, and no, it was just the three of them: Carson, um, Ross Matthews, and Michelle. So there was no oh, right. judge. Yeah. Why did I think it was the fourth? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> he's just like they just didn't show. That. I'd forgotten who it was. They left no impression on me whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> no, Rue was like, it's just family tonight. You'd think they would have put Todrick on, big considering or Carson. No, no, Carson was there. So it was Carson. Oh, Carson. Yeah. Uh, and so that, Mich- that was the fourth. Yes, yes. Sorry, right. including Rue, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you'd think they would have put Todrick on, but whatever. He's clearly not there that you guy. Yeah, well, he's not family. Uh, yeah. You need, you need family. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have nothing else so, to say about it, to be honest. I'm very excited. Shall we yeah, move yeah. along? Yeah, let's just shall move we along. Just <laughs> roll that head along to Kathy Griffin, our pop culture topic. <laughs> Of Roll this week. that head along to Catherine Griffin. That's not Yikes. even a saying. I'm pretty... Yikes. <laughs> yeah, tell me what Kathy Griffin's done in case I missed it somehow. Um, so anyway, uh, a couple of weeks ago, Kathy Griffin did this sort of comical, you know, high-octane photo shoot where she was standing with a very deadpan expression holding out the severed head of Donald Trump and... It got a very controversial reaction, uh, shall we say, more so from the Trump family themselves, who were very offended. All of them were like throwing around stuff on Twitter. Melania Trump said she was mentally unstable, which is probably the <laughs> first polysyllabic word she's ever typed. <laughs> and and also, yeah, Donald Trump launched this Secret Service investigation against Kathy Griffin. Um, and she did a very emotional press conference saying that, you know, pretty much her life has been ruined uh, because of this incident. And this is the first time that a Secret Service investigation has been launched against an artist, which is very scary. 
Um, and also because Americans are so big on freedom of speech, it says a lot about that. Mm. But I think, yeah, it's definitely scary because Kathy Griffin has been fired from all of her jobs. And I guess the argument now is, is what is it okay for an artist to talk about? And also, should the president have a thicker skin and realize that this kind of stuff will happen and that he has to be willing to deal with people that might not agree with his politics and may convey that in an artistic way. Mm. What did you think of the photo? Um, <clears throat> specifically of the photo, when I first read the headline and it was like, Kathy Griffin, photo shoot with decapitated head, I was like, oh my God, who cares? Like, yeah. whatever. When I actually saw the photo, it's quite violent. Like, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it is a bit of a disturbing photo. I'm not going to lie. Um, should the president have the thickest skin? Of course he fucking should. Like, get over it. You know, this is, I'm not going to say that it's art, but this is an artist. This is, it doesn't matter even if it's an artist. This is just a person expressing their opinion, you know. Throughout Obama's time as president, there were people, you know, in all states, well, maybe not in all states, but, um, mm. you know, ha- hanging effigies and, like, lynching, like, bad mm. props of him and you know no one bad an eyelid i'm sure at some point donald trump probably said like oh yeah well people of free speech are allowed to do that blah 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 yeah exactly yeah and he's all about the free speech like yeah he does these weird confession 1am tweets <laughs> what i don't um what i found interesting really was that most people <clears throat> seem to have dropped the kathy griffin thing like fairly soon after it happened it's like it happened she apologized everyone moved on all the queens that I follow on Instagram did a thing where they like photoshopped their own face onto Kathy Griffin's yeah. face. And, and Sharon Needles actually did a performance to Yeah Yeah Yeah's Heads Will Roll. Oh really? As Kathy Griffin, yeah, holding up a seventh uh, head of Donald Trump. That's and she's not the first queen to do that. Last year, Alaska did something similar with a seventh head for Donald Trump, or maybe earlier this year. So I find it really interesting because <clears throat> even a lot of um, left people you know, condemned Kathy Griffin yeah. for that and said, like, this is taking it too far. And so to mm. me, it's really interesting that it's the queens who have gone, no, it's cool, I'll jump on board with this, you know? Yeah. I, yeah, I just, I again, like, I'm I'm honestly neither here nor there about it. The photo was pretty violent, but it's more caused more of a stir and it was in the media for longer because everyone got so, so offended about it rather than... The fact that it actually happened, you know, Kathy Griffin is yeah. so old now and so irrelevant now, and like, no shade to her. It's just she's, you know, she was like this '90s comedian when shit like suddenly Susan was on, and uh, yeah, she's not that relevant anymore. And she's got a bit of a Jerry Seinfeld thing where she keeps trying to do jokes that were funny and relevant in the '90s, and it doesn't work now. And she's clawing at ways to stay relevant and she would have loved this because it kept her in the media and I'm not saying that to put her down or anything. That's I think that's just reality of the situation is like well, how I'm not I sure see she'd it. love a secret service investigation or being fired <laughs> from all of her jobs. That that yeah. part is actually ridiculous. So can you even imagine having being the most powerful person in the world and wasting secret service um time and money mm. on investigating mm. Kathy goddamn Griffin. Really? Yeah, well, this says volumes about how thin his skin is. And, like, also, like, he'll go after anyone yeah. that says something about him. Like, he, he approaches it like fucking, he's like Katy Perry. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why he does this. It's like when he had that go about Meryl Streep, and Meryl Streep delivered the most eloquent, beautiful speech 
ever yeah. to break any stage ever. And she didn't even name him. And then he just had a whinge of typically because he's so sensitive. He's like the Derek Barry of politics. <laughs> it's just like, it's, I think it's either one or two things. It's just because he's a fucking idiot. Or, yeah, well, given, yeah. Yeah. Or it's, Oh, careful. Hang on. We, uh, should we say this? Well, I don't want a Secret <laughs> Service investigation. They're just knocking on our door. Like... Donald, Trump, Donald Trump listens to Hayden. <laughs> he probably does. He probably Googled words, things that I would like. Hate? Yes, get into it. Um, <laughs> he was really hoping it was about terrorists. Um, yeah, so it's like he's either just a fucking idiot, which he is, or it's what a lot of other people have said, that he does these very he blows these small things out of proportion to distract everyone or at least his team do from the bigger yeah. issues and the biggest well, stuff that he's exactly fucking up. What he did. That's what um, Kathy Griffin said herself, that she's a shiny object. Yeah. Um, and like she also said that she doesn't have the backing of a major studio. She doesn't have the backing of anyone particularly powerful. She's a freelance comedian pretty much. Yeah. Um, and they're not equals. No. Kathy no, Griffin no, no. is a comedian versus the president of the United States. Like, they are not equals, and he's definitely bullying, I think, her in a way uh, to just silence her. And I think he's trying to set a precedent as well, like, don't come after me because I'll ruin your life. But isn't this just... Which a, is a sign of a dictator. That's just it. Isn't this just the start of a dictator for anyone to be out to be <clears throat> president um, or whoever's running the country for them to silence him in one way or another? Like that's, yeah, it's, and also she, Kathy said that she uh, in the past has made fun of other presidents. Yeah, of um, course she has. She's a Bush, comedian. Yeah, Bush, Clinton, uh, and like neither like the blue dress incident, and neither of those families went after her. Um, but this is not just Donald saying something. It's like Melania is putting her two cents in. I think Ivanka said something as well. Like they're all just going in for young and old. So and I, and I get it. As well. Like. Even if you're a member of the family is a monster, whether or not you agree that they are, you know, like Ivanka, for instance, whether or not she thinks her father's a monster, she has to understand that that's what a lot of other people think, right? And I get it. Like seeing a very violent, brutal image like that of your father, who you probably love, who's been there (laughs) since... Probably. Well, let's, like, yeah. Like if you you probably love your father and he's been there since you were a child and he's raised you good or bad mm. seeing an image like that would be very distressing you know as it would have been for mm. baron like their 11 year old kid because he probably doesn't mm. even understand a lot of what's happening but yeah yeah it doesn't mean that it was the wrong thing to do or that kathy griffin should be investigated by the secret service for it because it is free speech and art and blah and whatever yeah and i don't know i wasn't offended by that image like i like all for it yeah no me too i mean like i said like it, it was it was quite confronting i wasn't expecting it to be funny yeah. when i saw it but yeah screw it whatever like there's nothing wrong with it also like how is that image more violent than what donald trump is literally doing to the world it's like, not I, 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 that's I mean, the point right that's yeah, exactly yeah. it mm. <sighs> so i think that comes into play as well but also that would definitely go over donald trump's chico colored hair yeah. Um, also, uh, speaking of Donald Trump this week, speaking of victims, you see Selma Hayek what was happened? hit on by Donald Trump in the 90s. <laughs> she was like, Ew! I don't think that there would have been anyone who, like, Donald Trump's the same in the 90s and Selma Hayek's the same in the 90s. Like, I, 
anyone in that position, in her position, like level of fame, beauty, all that sort of stuff. I'm pretty sure everyone was hit on by Donald Trump at that stage. Yeah, I can imagine. Ah, oh, that makes me cringe though. The fact that imagine he if, like, ever RuPaul thought he could. Because <laughs> he wouldn't have known. He probably wouldn't have. But the fact that he ever thought that he could get someone as beautiful as Selma Hayek is what is fucking hilarious. Like, but uh, well, his wife is extreme. Well, both of his wives. Well, or how many wives? That's true. Had, they have all been, been extremely attractive, you know. Like, and also, like that that disgusting pussy grabbing quote. <laughs> the extended quote was that, like, if you're a star, you can get whatever you want. Yeah, I know. And That's I just say, it. It's also that this is another piece of evidence that he uses his power. To get his way. Like, and money is one way that he exploits his power. And he's a total egomaniac. And winning the prize of a woman is just another way that he bullies people and the way that he just wants to do things his own way. And he treads on the little people and misuses his power. And he totally abuses that. So that's all I have to say about Donald Trump. And that's why I said to you that I will come to your birthday party in New York next year if he's not the president. (laughs) <laughs> that's my own they, my thing I'm like I refuse to go there while he's still president because it's my own little rebellion because I can't do well, anything else but what I can do is not put money into the economy that supports him but, but drag con is on in New York that's I right. know I'm still holding out that he'll be impeached by them and I'm pretty sure he will to be honest oh, I'm pretty sure he will be but yeah, yeah I would definitely rank Alyssa Edwards above <laughs> Donald Trump <laughs> yes 100% <laughs> Can you imagine if Alyssa Edwards was the actual president? That would be fucking amazing. Can you imagine if we had would... a drag queen president? Oh my god. That has been a challenge. Uh, Holy shit. Four. That would actually be the best thing that's ever happened in the history of the world. If that... Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. imagine Alyssa Edwards like just coming out. Like... <laughs> and just finishing every presidential address with a tongue pop. It would be so good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, I can admit, yeah. <laughs> so, because I hate Donald Trump, as we all do, let's um, mm. talk about one of my favorite things that probably happened mm. in the history of the world, but definitely right now. Mm. And that it just even makes me laugh when I say it. And that oh, is... are you going to bring up what I think you're going to bring yeah, up? Yeah, I am. <laughs> uh, yeah. I love how you hate it so much. Um, for anyone who doesn't know what I'm about <laughs> to bring up, um, it's the fact that the Babadook is now a gay icon, and it is, makes me so happy. <laughs> Can you, to our dear listeners as well as myself, yes. explain, like, I, I know what the Bubbledog is. Okay. I know it's the Australian film, which How I've seen. Yeah. But why? I don't get <laughs> what this has to do with anything. So the Bubbledog, uh, for anyone who hasn't seen it, Australian horror film um, from, I think, two or three years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. It's actually genius. I don't get scared. I love horror films, but I don't actually mm-hmm. get scared a lot. But that one scared me. Mm-hmm. And, um... Mm-hmm. It's sort of a beautiful commentary on uh, internalized fear, I guess, and internalized grieving. And in the movie, um, the internalized anxiety and fear and everything of the mother figure um, manifests in this like scary monster that appears called Babadook. Um, so what happened was ages ago, everyone thinks this just sprung up overnight, but it didn't. Um, ages ago, Netflix, for some reason put the Babadook in the LGBT films category. So someone took a screenshot of their Netflix. You know how Netflix shows you like rom-coms or because you watch mm-hmm. this or whatever. It was like LGBT friendly films. And it has all the stuff you'd think it would have, but it also had the Babadook in there. Now, I don't know if this was an accident or if this was 
uh, like in that category on Netflix, there's obviously films that uh, tell stories of LGBT people. But it also yeah. included in that um, category is films made by LGB- LGBT people. So yeah. The Babadook may have been made by someone LGBT. If I could be bothered to do any research, I would have done it, but I didn't. Um, so yeah. everyone will tell you that it, it, it was accidentally put in that category. But there's there's a chance that it wasn't an accident at all. Uh, so basically, as Tumblr likes to do, they saw this and they took it and they ran with it. And it started on Tumblr that everyone was saying, uh, oh, yes, finally, um, you know, the Babadook has been recognized for what it's meant to be, like symbol of gay pride and blah, blah, blah. And um, there are all of these hilarious comments of people saying, you know, it's it's uh, the Babadook. It's not a manifestation of grief. It's a manifestation of like still being in the closet and what that happens to you. And like, but like very serious um and analysis 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 yeah whatever analyses analyses of um how the Babadook is actually um and gay icon essentially but what makes it funny is that even on Tumblr there were you know there were people someone would write this obviously very tongue in cheek analysis of why the Babadook is um a gay icon and then someone else would reply to it and be like uh I think you're getting the whole thing wrong the Babadook actually symbolizes grief blah 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 um <laughs> which is what makes it funny people who don't ex- understand things and try to mansplain shit or straight splain shit um yeah. And now everyone's just taken it and run with it to the extent that this whole week during Gay Pride Month, I have seen so many Babadook related costumes and yes. yeah. memes and everything. And I, I don't know. I just think it's the freaking funniest thing. Cool. You, know, you don't appreciate it though, do you, Josh? I, 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 you have enlightened me, so I understand it now. Okay. So maybe I'll like, you know, I'll, I'll let you know if I... I just if think it's, I, um, yeah. Share. <laughs> it's yeah. so funny because I I think because I was genuinely terrified by that movie. Um yeah. to see this scary ass creature suddenly be like draped in rainbow flags and people dressing up yeah. as it to like walk in pride marches and the two things just clash so yeah. insanely that it I don't know, it just makes me so happy. I think it is hilarious. Um, speaking of a clash with the queer community, yeah. we're talking about Katy Perry and her weird Again. Big Brother style. Yeah, <laughs> Steve, we've like really chronicled her career throughout this. Her downfall. Season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you seen that she's been like cooped up in a Big Brother style environment where she's pretty much talking about herself for three days? No, oh, no. I've been trying to avoid her. I saw a headline this morning that was like. Katy Perry says she loves Taylor Swift now, and I was like, I'm not even clicking mm. on it. Yeah, um, yeah, it's like just boring as that shit. Um, I saw one little snippet mm. where she was at this dinner party where everyone was silent but her because she was talking, mm-hmm. and um, it was really contrived. She was talking about feminism because she's the most qualified person to <laughs> yeah discuss it, yeah. and also like she like you know like she she was like one of those people. That, you know, they have to really talk slowly because they're having to think <laughs> yeah. hard about what they're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it was one of those things. And um, she had Sia at the table who was wearing a Groucho Marx mask. Oh, gosh. Okay. And, and like Anna Kendrick was there. Like, all oh. Those other people. 
Yeah, um, and then she had this other thing where she was just watching her own music videos and, like, providing a commentary. Oh, my uh, God. She just, she's gone, like, like Shia look crazy. Yeah, well, well, it was all sort of very choreographed the whole weekend. It wasn't really off the cuff. But um, one thing that I just really noticed is that she's just so into herself, like, mm. which I guess, like, a lot of celebrities probably are, but I can't imagine being cooped up for three days literally just talking about myself and celebrating myself. I think that would just be nauseating. It makes me sad that, like, Sia and Anna Kendrick were there, though, because I like those people. Um, I guess they both have things to promote. <laughs> Yes, that's exactly it. Um, I did see, <laughs> yeah, I know we try to stay away from the Taylor Swift topic, but um, possibly what everyone oh. is considering one of the shadiest things that's ever happened is that... I kind of love. Yeah, I know, right? So Taylor Swift um, notoriously only had her music available on Apple Music. Prior to that, she decided that streaming services were the devil, and then when Apple paid her a lot of money, she decided it would only be available on Apple Music. Um, but this past weekend... Incidentally, the exact same weekend that Katy Perry's full new album dropped on social on streaming services, um, Taylor Swift decided to put her entire back catalogue on all streaming services available for everyone. <laughs> I think that was so funny and so shady. But also, I loved that in the like announcement they said because they pretty much because she sold enough records now it's available yes. on. So it was like those layers of shade to that. Like, one, I've made enough money now. Like, you little people can have money. Yes, I know. And also, it was announced the, it was the same day, like if not the same hour, that Katy Perry dropped her album. I I kind of have to like give Taylor Swift props for that. That's pretty. Yeah. Yeah, that is pretty funny. I really like that. <laughs> hey, Josh. Yeah. Do you think it's time for um, the second last game of our favorite game ever? I do. It is time for Retired on Time, Bring Them Back. Retired on Time, Bring Them Back. Sorry, guys, you have to listen to that one more time next week and then we're done. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The topic, did you see during the week some little shade or rejection via Jerry Seinfeld to Kesha. <laughs> yes, I did. Can I talk about that? Because I yeah. hate Jerry Seinfeld. I mean, Seinfeld mm-hmm. in the 90s was great. It was groundbreaking, mm-hmm. whatever. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Jerry Seinfeld himself has not changed since then. And no. he thinks that things that were funny in the 90s, like early 90s, literally, what's the deal with airline food? You know what the difference yeah. between men and women is? Like, he thinks that shit's still funny, and it's just not. Yeah. But, however... Well, let's let's get into yeah. this topic, and then we can go back to this, because okay. we don't want right. to have any... Repeat. The, um, the um, category today is the cast of Seinfeld. <laughs> okay. <And laughs> so, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. I mean, she doesn't even need to be brought back because she's amazing, but no. I love her bringing yeah. back. Veep is freaking hilarious, and she, yeah. I, just... I think Elaine was really the only character that I um, liked. really yeah. uh, liked. The life but also identified with because yes. she's, yeah. she's won't let things go, and she's quite neurotic. Think... Michael Richards. Oh. Retired later than he should have retired. <laughs> yeah, I don't really like Kramer. I mean... Annoying. When he had that whole like weird Jewish rant thing, he's probably no it was black. Was it black? Okay. Yeah, it didn't, doesn't like black people. He's probably one of the few people who have not recovered from that. Like no, well it was, but he didn't just sort of say like one comment. He just went nuts. 
Yeah, I know. It just the. And then, like when he went on, do you remember he went on with Letterman yeah. to apologize, yeah. and then he still called them the wrong name. I know. He called them Cup. Colors or something, or Afro American. Oh. He said the wrong thing. I think if I was called out for saying something like that, I would get my facts so straight, right, and be so PC, not just sort of rely on what they were called in the sixties. I just, yeah, it's just funny though, because generally speaking, I mean, to be fair, he was one of the people who really had no career post Seinfeld. Like he just went back to his stand up mm. and stuff. And mm. but generally speaking, white men tend to recover from those incidents a la Mel Gibson and um, mm. Michael Richards really didn't which I'm happy about so he can stay retired yeah. on time Jason Alexander you know I'm gonna say bring him back I can't even imagine what he looks like these days um, but... I don't think he's really ever left like his image is everywhere there's a bar in Melbourne called George's which is dedicated to George Costanza but what does he do all I can think of was he was in um what was that? Oh, God. Do you remember that weird episode of Law and Order that he was in where he wore this white wig? No. It was really strange. That's how you know your career's gone downhill, though, because you're meant to start your career on Law and Order, not end it. I'm going to... Well, Liza Minnelli was on not that long ago as well. Really? Okay, I'm going to show you an image of Jason Alexander in Law and Order. Just some thinking music. Dun dun. Oh, his real name is Jason Greenspan, just in case you were all wondering. Ah, well, we all were. I'm looking up his name. He really hasn't done. Oh, no, it's not like they're showing that there was someone actually called Jason Alexander who was arrested or something. Hang on. No. Was it Jason Alexander? That's his name, yeah. Yeah, Jason Alexander. He's honestly been. He's not done a lot. Like, he's been in a few episodes of things. He's done a lot of voiceovers. Um, yeah, it's Maybe not a lot. Law and order. So no, he's, just, he's just working now, you know, like... Oh, okay, God, here we go. Okay. It was in Criminal Minds, sorry, not uh-huh. Law and Order. That's even worse. Um, like... I know, I'm sending you the image now. <laughs> let me see. Um, oh, no. Uh, when you said white wig, I was expecting like a judge's wig for some reason. This is like, oh, this is like beautiful hair that's just grey, but doesn't really. I don't know who he was playing in Criminal Minds, but he looks like he looks like someone who's like founded a new utopia and is trying to get everyone bored to come in his like. It's not yeah, a cult, he does. but it's a cult. Only needs a movement. Yeah, exactly. He's like the leader. Anyway. <laughs> Weird. And I guess last and probably least, Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, he can stay retired on time. Like I said, yeah. look, I don't like him. I don't think it's funny anymore. I've watched a few episodes of comedians getting coffee with in cars. Mm. Um, and look, it's not bad. I think the idea of it is genius, and I think the format of it is genius, and I'm like weirdly proud of him for accepting um, like a new format you know to move into the 2000s but i i don't find his comedy funny however i will defend him for not wanting to hug a fucking random ass person who just walked up and said can i hug you like no you can't hug me i don't know who you are (laughs) okay don't you feel like that Um, like (laughs) like 
No. You think? Well, I like Kesha. No, I, I don't know. No. He could have been. He could have been more gracious about how he went about it. Yeah. Or he, could have, he could have offered. Like, he was just really chill or something. Totally. Yeah. And I like Kesha yeah, too. I say, like totally. But if he yeah, doesn't know I, who she is, then it's fine that you don't want to hug her. Like you know. Well, this just shows how you know old he is. Well, All that too. Yeah. Like someone who, um, like when he was like, I don't know who that is, and the person interviewing him was like, Oh, that's Kesha. Like there wasn't even like a beat that a light bulb did not go off. Yeah, no. exactly. I guess like his whole thing about Seinfeld was pretty much the premise of that show was about unnecessary social interactions. So I think on the Asperger scale, he definitely appears. Yeah. But still, like it's kind of rouge to to shoot someone down like that. Like, do you think it's, it's a young woman as well? Like, what a threat was it? I think she? they both could have gone about it different ways. Like, A, she probably shouldn't have interrupted an interview that he was doing. Um, yeah. And then... And why did she want a hug? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and even if she did, like, she could have gone up and said, hey, I think you're great. And he would have been like, cool, thanks, I'm doing an interview. And she would have been like, yeah, sorry, I do interrupt. Oh, like, she could have waited until after the interview and be like, hi, I'm Kesha, I just really wanted to meet yes, you. Like, that's... totally. What a not... not if someone just came up to me and sort of asked me for a hug, I'd be like, what? Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Like, someone comes up to me and it's like, ugh. You're like, no, oh, give me a hug. And people have done this before, um, like, to me. It's a very terrible old school dude way of trying to pick you up. Like, they come and they talk to you and like, uh-huh, and they're like, okay, I have to go. Like, give me a hug. And you're like, no, why the fuck would why? I give you a hug? Yeah, they do it all the time. It's yeah, but I don't think Kesha was trying to sleep. No, I don't think so either, well. but I just mean that, like, it's – it's uncomfortable. You don't know this person, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I get totally. it. But yes, he could have like just been like, hey, like given her a handshake or been like, hey, I'm just in the middle of something. I'll catch up with you later. Like yeah. Yeah, both of them could have done a different way. But I will defend him to the death for not wanting to touch someone that he doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, totally. <sighs> well, yeah, that's that. That is that, you know? What a hateful little episode of Hayden. <laughs> Yeah, it was, you know, and I'm I'm happy that we've covered such a broad range of topics. Um, yeah, Donald Trump, Kesha, <laughs> Katy Perry. This is ba- basically our um, backdoor pilot to our spin-off podcast, which we will do once the show is uh, finished. I'm kidding. Or maybe we should do a sitcom. Yes, we could totally do a sitcom. It could be a sitcom What's about doing a podcast. Do you reckon that would work? Yeah. We could... Podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> Let's flesh this out off the air. I think we've got something here. Cast fouled, yeah. Um, so next week we're going to skip an episode because fuck doing an episode on a recap show. Um, yeah. If they even have the recap show, I, if the way Rue said it, like tune in in two weeks' time to find out the winner made, made it sound like they weren't even going to do a show next week. Um, and then so everyone can take a break from listening to our hateful voices for a week. And then the week after that, we've got the winner. More than that. We've got Drag Race Trivia in Sydney, two rounds of it. We've got Drag Fest and the final episode of both RuPaul's Drag Race and Hayton Podcast. So next week is going to be, well, week after. It's going to be all hunty all the time. Exactly. <laughs> and who do you think, if you've not been on Reddit, like I haven't sorry, seen tell who me who wins. Two is. Uh, well, I don't know who wins, but I know who the top two is. <sighs> Uh, anyway, who do you think will be top two and who do you think will win? I think... Last, this is our last chance to call this <laughs> prediction, yeah. I think Shay and you will be top two. Again, I'm not saying it's who I want to be top two. It's who I think will be top two. And then I think... 
I think Shay will win at this stage. I've been saying Trinity this whole time, but I think it'll be Shay. Um, what would I like? Mm-hmm. I would like mm-hmm. Shay and Sasha to be top two, and then for Sasha to win. Mm-hmm. I can't really comment. You can't comment because I know <laughs> you've already seen it, and I don't want to know um, at all. So those are my predictions for it. And can I can I give one of the top two? No. <laughs> no, I don't want to know at all. No, 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 no. I will say that you were incorrect. That's all I'll say. Okay, and I, I was going to ask on both accounts or on just one. I don't, I don't, I don't want to know. On pretty much all accounts, <laughs> you were incorrect. Can you um? Has Miss Congeniality ever won? <laughs> I can see you desperately <laughs> trying to change the topic. Okay, let's talk about uh, that. No I don't Congen- want to be spoiled. Um, we'll go watch it with yeah. everyone else at the shift, and it will be awesome, fun. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's it. I have to leave now because I still haven't worked out all of my outfits for next week. So and you want to shut me up before I yeah that too. <laughs> Can you? All right. Well, everyone have a great week, and you keep on hating keep on, on hating and on. keep on spoiling on <laughs> to all your friends who don't want to know. And we will talk to you in two weeks. Bye. Can you pack me some extra?